microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is The Warriors 3, Brett, Derek, myself, Mike, and I'm trying to multitask and I can't. Evening. Can't do it. Which is odd. Anyway, it is another episode of Weeby Geeks, like I said before, I think. Um, how's, how are you guys doing? Um, for me, it has been a hellaciously long week. <laughs> mentally, <laughs> mentally and physically. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we got tagged by our sister show, Geek Watch One, or our brother show, or the It Show. <laughs> how we, yeah, how we, we can call them. We can call them our sisters. <laughs> yes. Um, I <laughs> guess chain fan club. I don't know. I guess the the whole th- the whole th- the whole thread started on Twitter from a show called Movies and Twenty Qs, um, which they put out there the challenge of four shows that define that particular host, and then tag for your friends, which we got to come up with who we're going to tag. Um, so we got tagged by Geek Watch One. And Geek Watch One, oh, what did I say they said? Avengers Buckaroo Banzai. Well, duh. Uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, Star Wars, which Ken said, st- to clarify, they put Star Wars. Episode Four, A New Hope. No, it's Star Wars. Plain, simple, Star Wars, period. That's how it was when it came out in the theaters, and that's the way it's always going to be. Deal with it. I think that's the only time that I get old old man fartish <laughs> with that movie. Okay, and cosplay. Uh, and cosplay. I don't know if that's the only time, but... <laughs> and cosplayers. Yeah. <laughs> and cosplayers, okay. Sorry, if you're 65, I don't care how hot you look, you shouldn't be playing Emma Frost in this in the corset. So what do you do when you see somebody cosplaying as somebody from A New Hope? <laughs> I told Does you. your head explode? Well, it depends on whether they say they're from A New Hope or not. Oh, they'll say it. And, and they're sitting with the media guests. <laughs> <laughs> and they're charging 200 bucks for a picture. Yeah, it... <laughs> Mark Hamill? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Um, There's Ghostbusters, Buckaroo Banzai. God, I can't remember what the fourth one was. I really don't feel like looking this one back up. Um, I'm going to have to. We just talked about it, too. I know. That's the sad part. Did you say Ghostbusters? It was Ghostbusters. It was... uh, A New Hope. A New Hope. Highlander. (laughs) Oh, right, Highlander. Right, Highlander. There can be only one. There can be only one. Um, so we all agreed. I thought Star Wars. I refused to say A&H. Not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I will. Uh, A new hope. 
<laughs> I think we just lost Derek there, Brett. No! <laughs> uh, Brett said Raiders. Yes. Oh, the Lost Ark. The Lost In case Ark. you didn't know. <laughs> it's not the Oakland Raiders. They're the they're the Raiders of the Lost City. Ah, too soon. <laughs> um, Derek said Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. Yes. And I, and I went with Superman. I don't know. I don't know why I went with Superman. I I, I guess that was kind of a meaningful movie to me at the time. One, I think it's one of the first ones I saw without my parents, which was at a time where, yes, you could go to a movie without your parents and watch. I don't know. See, it's funny. Mine's Wrath of Khan for the exact opposite reason, because I went to see it with my dad. I can see that. I remember uh, the reason Raiders is for me is because my parents were seeing Red Reds, which is like a three hour movie or something like that. So I got to sit in the theater, just keep watching Raiders. So I saw it like two or three times while they were in the movie. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Nice. So um, we just got to figure out who we're going to tag. Who's going to be the lucky ones? Do we, do we nail Chris over at Keepers since he runs the Keepers? Um, we could. So we go Keepers. I say Jules. Uh, say David Beatty. Oh, yeah. He gives us love. Uh, who could be the last one? Mm-hmm. I know. I think we get Jeff Davis from DW60 Press Row. Sure, why not? That could be fun. So. Man, sorry to break in. I'm looking at these photo op prices <laughs> for McCann. 80 bucks for Tom Welling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just be, glad like, Mark, really? just be glad Mark Hamill's not there. Val Kilmer, 85. Really? Wow. I didn't see done lately. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Kilmer, 85? Yeah. Amel is 80, which I can understand. But Kilmer? <laughs> but you know, Kilmer at 80. Are you, sh- Kilmer are you sure that's the price? Or is that the last time he was relevant? <laughs> but you know, Kilmer at 85 is still, I mean, he, that's. He's a lister. Really? In the geek not. in the geek world, I would think so. I mean, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. He's Jim Morrison. Not a great Batman. Last thing I think I remember seeing him on was an uh, episode of Entourage. Oh, what's his IMDb? These uh, photo ops are nuts. Yeah, but I guarantee you, I know, if you I'll had see. Mark Hamill there, it'd be almost 200 bucks. See, Mike, you complain about the... Uh, the cosplayers, I complain about the price of pictures. <laughs> oh, right. I, I'll do that too. Jenna Elfman, 60 bucks. I mean, the stuff's insane. Jenna Elfman's going to be there? Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess she'll be on uh, a regular on Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. Did y'all see where Morgan made the jump over to Fear of the yep. Walking Dead? How, yep. s- how stupid is that? Everybody was saying it was going to be um, somebody else, I thought. Um, but I didn't think it would be him. He's kind of crazy anyways. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. So uh, check out the homepage, WeBeGeeks.net, and support our affiliates, uh, Ripped Apparel, Loot Crate, Superhero Stuff, Fan Chess, who just released five new NHL teams, uh, the Vegas Knights, Golden Knights, who swept the LA Kings. Take that for an expansion team, shall we? Uh, the St. Louis Blues, the Nashville Predators, the Dallas Stars, and the New Jersey Devils. 
surprised the Devils weren't already in there. They're a pretty big yeah. market team, although they haven't been too relevant since. Uh, well, I would lo- I would like to see the Avalanche in there, but this is their first time in four years they've been somewhat relevant. Right. So, um, also too on the homepage, click up in the menu bar is our store, which takes you to our T Public store, uh, where you can get a variety of items with the show logo on it and the show logos for Mighty Marvel Geeks and Wookie Radio. So, breaking on Tuesday, fresh on the heels of Ready Player One, which features cameo appearances by Batman, Harley Quinn, Batgirl, and more. Uh, it was announced on Tuesday that Steven Spielberg is ready to dive into the DC universe with Black Hawk. I am intrigued. And, uh, and this was just announced and it's based on the classic DC series about a world war, about a squadron of world war two era pilots, um, Black Hawk, which Spielberg's hoping to direct, will be his first feature centered around characters from the DC universe. And they become relevant due to uh, Dark Knight's Metal too, isn't that where I think so? The mountain mm. they had. No, I always liked the Black Hawk series. Yeah, they were pretty cool. I mean, it was fun. I mean, I think I got into it because I I was a fan of the show Black Hawk, uh, Black Sheep Squadron. <laughs> Yeah, I, I always like seeing the Blackhawks pop up in books and stuff and yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, so in announcing the film, uh, Warner Brothers Pictures Group, Toby Emmerich said, we're so proud to be the studio behind Stilberg's latest hit and thrilled to be working with him again on this new action adventure. We can't wait to see what new ground he will break in introducing Blackhawk to movie audiences worldwide. The screenplay for Blackhawk's being written by a frequent Spielberg collaborator, David Cope, who has written Spielberg's Jurassic Park, The Lost World Jurassic Park, sorry for that, War of the Worlds, and Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> See, I still say if you look at the movie as an homage to the 50s B movies, it's still bad. It was perfect. It was done it was right. It was that da- it was done bad. Just like a 50s B movie. They're horrible. No. Not like a 50s B movie. It was bad. Yeah. I didn't think it was too bad, considering. It was bad. Uh, Spielberg will produce the film together with Christy Makosko Krieger under the Amberlin Amberlin Entertainment banner, while Sue Knoll will executive produce under her Sue Kroll will produce under her Kroll and Company Entertainment shingle. The in the black in the world uh, in the world of. Blackhawk. Um, it's a wartime adventure series foca- focusing on Blackhawk, who commanded a squadron of ace pilots known as the Blackhawks or the Blackhawk Squadron. Um, they would do battle against the <clears throat> they would do battle against the Axis, as well as more fantastic supervillains and war machines, such as the memorable Shark Planes, which could operate in the water as well as in the air. The team debuted in 1941 in the heart of Comics Golden Age. Uh, They've also been adapted 
to the modern era as part of the New 52 and spawned a well-known DC heroine, Lady Blackhawk, who joined the series in the late 50s. That's um, confusing. So was she in the New 52 or did she debut in the 1950s? It's kind of, I'm not sure. I know, that was, yeah, yeah, that's weird. Poorly written. Um, <laughs> yeah. And of course, this is coming from DC, so go figure. Spielberg noted it was wonderful working with the team at Warner Brothers to bring Ready Player One to the screen. They bring a blend of passion and professionalism to everything they do. Uh, did you not see the previous DC films? And have a tremendous history in this genre. I'm excited to reunite with them on Blackhawk. So... I'm, I think it's uh, something that they've done right. I mean, they can market it as a war movie, even not just a superhero movie. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And with this taking place during World War II, they can they can bring in like crossover wise, they can bring in Wonder Woman. They could, yeah, for for a brief, you know, for a few scenes or whatnot. Sure. I mean, why not? Because maybe she studies with them. To come up with her invisible plane. Because <laughs> they're really flying in the movies or in no, Justice League. I don't remember seeing her flying in Wonder Woman either. No. No. I mean, it's like that, technolo- jumping, but... that technology was not available to her yet. I think it'll be good. And then Spielberg, of course, is Spielberg. So <laughs> yeah. Get on it. <laughs> so we can hope DC lets him be and... I mean, I, I've heard quite a few complaints about Ready Player One that it's not like the book. It's not. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of iconic imagery missing. Which mm-hmm. okay, it, that had already been explained. They couldn't get rights to a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a, something like that, you know, you, you, sometimes you just can't get the rights. And yeah. they did have similar beats to the book. It just was different people did the the different things and. Instead of having like um, war games, for instance, they had a scene from The Shining instead. Yeah, was- I, I, I was a little disappointed about that actually. You know what? That they didn't have war games or the Shining scene. That they didn't have war games. I like the Shining scene actually. I yeah, just okay. didn't. I just was kind of looking forward to the war games. See, yeah. but I, I think a lot of that still came down to they couldn't get the rights. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's a lot of the issues they had. That's why there is so much Warner Brothers imagery and so much Spielberg imagery is he's got of, the rights to all that. Yeah. Mm. And I think they kind of Disney-fied it, too, because the bad guy in the book was, like, ruthless, and he actually, like, killed people where – yeah, a lot of that in the in the movie. Yeah, yeah, and they prettied up the the main characters, but that's Hollywood. Yeah, you can do for for that. Yeah, can't expect everything to go perfectly well. But oh, it's fun. I I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's on the list. Uh, hopefully soon. But you know, like you like you said, it's it's going to be fun. I mean, if it's enjoyable, even with knowing that there was a lot of stuff they couldn't get access to. Mm-hmm. See that? Yeah, that didn't bother me at all because that's understandable. I just, I don't know, some of, some of the things, some of the story things they changed kind of bugged me a little. They kind of moved through it. Uh, they had to move through it faster because there's a lot of, like with the keys, 
Yeah, like, yeah. Go through to unlock the actual thing, but I think they didn't have time in the movie to go through. Yeah. Oh. Which I, I can understand that. It just felt kind of rushed. Yeah, I think it, I think it could have made two two movies, but I'm not sure exactly where you would would have cut it off and right gone. Yeah, that's the problem yeah. with adapting books into movies because there's a lot you have to yeah. leave out. Yeah, unfortunately, or maybe they could have made it like three movies and done like one movie per key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, uh, why don't we move on to what we just previously talked about on who we might want to see into Blackhawks. Yeah, I think maybe our audience may be a little young to remember this, but there was a woman named Linda Carter that played Wonder Woman back probably before you were born. Yes, there was. Back in the 70s. And she has spoken to director Patty Jenkins about a possible role in 2019's Wonder Woman 2, which I'm not sure how they're going to separate that, seeing how she plays the president in Supergirl. So I guess maybe they're two totally different uses. Well, they've already said that the TV shows have nothing to do with the movies. Yeah, they they went the complete opposite direction of Marvel. So she said, this is up to Patty Jenkins. I've been talking to her about it. Uh, She told NBC Today. She's given me some hints about it. I guess it's up to Warner Brothers that they want to spend the money and wants it to be organic if she um, is worked into it. Now the question is, what would she play? Right. I'm not even sure what the plot is for the Wonder Woman 2. I don't think that's come out at all yet. No. If it's going to be another period piece or if it's going to take place in modern times. They haven't said. She could play an Amazon. True. Uh, she definitely could. Uh, yeah. I don't think she could. I don't think she could pull it off. Okay. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> or they could uh, do like a time travel thing and she could be Wonder Woman in the future. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. So, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities, but... uh. Looks like uh, the feelers are out there to get her in. Well, let's go for it. Uh, yeah, I would love to see that. So definitely that, that character. It'll be fun. Definitely. So it'd be even more fun if they could figure out some way to get her into the costume or some version of the costume. <laughs> <laughs> she could still pull it off. Oh know. yeah. It's not as racy as it was in the back in the 70s. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this is true, too. So, well, we still have even more DC news. Indeed, we do. And that, ah, excuse me while I adjust. <laughs> so, we have next month coming up, we have... The uh, season finale of Gotham, Gotham's four seasons coming up, and uh, it hasn't, it's allegedly it's on the bubble where they don't know if it's going to be renewed or not. Um, Let it go. I disagree. I'm (laughs) enjoying it. I think this season was pretty good. Um, But the season four finale, which is going to be a part of the storyline, Batman No Man's Land uh, from the comics, they adapted that or are adapting that. 
Um, and it's allegedly after it's done, it's going to alter the entire reality of the series. And everything we know about Gotham will change. And an entirely different Batman prequel series will rise up in its place. Um, and according to executive producer Danny Cannon, uh, A Dark Knight No Man's Land, which will be the title of the uh, season finale, will change the fabric of Gotham's DNA and serve as a reboot for the, of the show's story. Uh, he mentioned that the finale would bring a cataclysmic, cataclysmic event to Gotham, and he's and he's quoted as saying, "Like I said, the catastrophic event, the cataclysmic event that happens in the last three episodes, not only will change Gotham, it not only combines so many characters that you don't think will cooperate with each other, but it changes the face of Gotham forever, so that season five, it's almost a reboot and a different show." Um. So I guess the intention is to restart the show if it comes back for a fifth season as something different. Uh, but he said it would be more – it wouldn't be like a full reboot of the show but a reboot of stories. And then he said, our characters have reached a maturity now. Our characters are so well-defined, and that's why I think as writers, that's right about the point when you want to change people's perception of them. The term reboot means just when you thought you knew people, something else will happen. And just when you thought your season five would be like season four, season five is completely different. New characters and old characters have changed. It's a complete departure, and the city has changed too. New characters on a new landscape. So, of course, we still don't know for sure that there will be a season five. Right. But, uh... Sounds like they're pretty optimistic that there will be. As Cannon also said, we're, we're building to something much bigger. It's the biggest cliffhanger we've done. I mean, there has to be a season five. Everything points to that because it's set up in that way. So uh, it's interesting. I wonder how they're going to change it. Sounds mean like they're scrambling <laughs> for ideas. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Right. Season see, This has been, a, I, I kind of been enjoying this season. And I wonder how they're going to have the No Man's Land story without Batman. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's kind of been my problem with Gotham, that it's a Batman uh, story without Batman. See, I've, see, always, I've always had issues with Gotham. <laughs> As, you know, like I said before, once I once I accepted the fact that it's an Elseworlds tale, then I'm cool with it. Yeah. Because it's, it's not a Batman story. No. That's all you not. gotta, that's, you just gotta accept that and, and you can enjoy it. Yeah. It's had its ups and downs, but overall I've been enjoying it. Yeah, I've heard this season's been good. Yeah, pretty good so far. They've, Sounds uh, like... Sounds like it's going to be a real interesting finale. And they uh, did a Joker origin story? Uh, sort of, yeah. Uh, check it out on uh, Netflix. Yeah, I may go back and give it another shot. I don't know. Still trying to decide. So, uh, I guess we move on to the next show, or next topic? That's all I have. Okay. On Gotham. Now leaving Gotham. Leaving DC. How about that? Let's go to Marvel, shall we? 
Sounds good to me. Uh, with Marvel, 16-year-old actor Emma Furman, Furman uh, has been cast to play a slightly older Cassie Lang in the untitled Avengers 4, according to the Hashtag Show. 10-year-old Abby Ryder, Abby Ryder Fortson plays Cassie in both the original Ant-Man and the upcoming Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, while the role has yet to be confirmed, Furman made this interesting tweet in mid-March that read, um, if read the right way, not only alludes her to her casting, but her joining the Avengers team herself. Ready to assemble. Twitter.com, Marvel Studios, and then some... Let me get the rest of the tweet. That this was. It was responding to the Watch Your New Avengers Infinity trailer. It's like, I, I'm thinking this is a stretch, but... Uh, in the comics, Cassie Lang grew up to become a member of the Young Avengers and later the Mighty Avengers as the size-distorting stature. Uh, if an older teenage Cassie Lang is indeed appearing in Avengers 4... It could support the Newsarama's theory of our time traveling, our time travel Avengers Forever theory for the film. Furman has previously appeared in the films Girl Followed and Lost in the Sun. Uh, Avengers 4 scheduled for release May 3rd, 2019. Hmm. So interesting. So that so by doing that, are they jumping the age of or the timeline of? Possibly. Affinity War by four years? It is possible. Not sure how they're going to do that since with uh, Thor and everything. Ragnarok, that takes place in the future. That's true, too. Then how do you explain how Cassie goes Thor, Ragnarok? That didn't take place in the future. That's what I'm saying, unless it supposedly does because he goes from right from Ragnarok into... Yeah, that's true, too. So how are they going to explain 10-year-old... Into it... Because well, we're talking again, about we're, Avengers we're talking Four, Avengers Four. So who knows what happens at the end of? That's right, Infinity War. Yeah, gotcha. Because because uh, how are they going to explain Cassie going from being ten year old, a ten year old in Ant Man and Wasp, unless they age her to right. to twelve, play her a little older, they go from that to sixteen. Yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering. If, if this is actually true, and again, you know, as they said, that the key phrase in this is, if read the right way, not only alludes to her casting, but her joining the Avengers team itself. I think there's a lot of, at this point in time with the hashtag show, could this be just, I mean, one, what is the hashtag show? Um, apparently there was an update to this story from that hashtag show saying we reached out to Emma Furman's management at a, at Untitled Entertainment today to confirm her role in Untitled Avengers. Her management had no comment. That hmm. doesn't mean she's in it. Doesn't mean she's not. Doesn't mean she's not, but doesn't mean she's in it. Maybe they're so, mad at her breaking the news. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> so that hashtag show dot com is a website, but I don't see where they have podcasts on their show either. I don't know. It it's I, I just don't. It doesn't make sense. I there there's theory. It, it's a theory. It's um. I I don't know. Seems like it's a long ways away. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. 
maybe it's true, maybe it won't be true. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. So, um, so I guess let's move on to the next story. Yeah, you may have heard of a little show called Stranger Things. Never nope. heard of it. And uh, they're coming up <laughs> third uh, year on Netflix. And they're already casting new members. And two of them are Carrie Alloways. You may know him from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yep. Or The Princess Bride. Carrie Ulls. Carrie Ulls. Those is that how you say it? Yeah, Ulls. Yeah. Oh. There was and something else he. There was something else he did that I'm like, really? That's him? <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and also uh, Jake Busey are being cast in Stranger Things. Netflix chief content officer Ted Sarantos has confirmed that they've um, been cast in next season. Apparently, I will be playing the mayor of Hawkins, Mayor Klein. This lines up perfectly with reports earlier that there will be a politician character introduced in season three. As for Busey, he'll be playing a character named Bruce. We don't know much about this Bruce character, but I have a feeling it'll be some kind of CIA spook. (laughs) They call me Bruce. <laughs> that was a uh, great movie. So they may be less in the spotlight today, but Owens and BC still managed to cement themselves in pop culture via the cult films they have starred in. Owens was a hero, and a hero, of course, in The Princess Bride and Robin Hood, Melon Tights. And um, BC was the main villain in Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. And uh, it's not the first cult status person. I mean, they've got Winona Ryder and Sean Astin from the Goonies as well. So I've oh, yes. been right in with the way that they're doing their casting for this show. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah totally fits. Yeah, I've always liked uh, Great Ghouls. Yeah, he's pretty That's, good. I'm looking back at his IMDb trying to figure out what it was. I'm like, that was him? It was in Bram Stoker's oh. Dracula. That's not it. He's done a bunch of stuff. He played a killer in that Angelina Jolie movie. I can't remember what the name of it was. It's hot, really good. Hot Shots I knew about. Days of Thunder I knew about. Glory I knew about. Princess Bride, never heard of it. Hot Shots was so good. I love those yeah, movies. <laughs> I know he was in Liar Liar from Earth to the Moon. Oh, wow. He played Aquaman in Justice League Flashpoint. Yeah. Ah, the the uh, roided out one. Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was terrible animation in that one. I am Aquaman from Atlantis. Uh, I'm here to pump you up. Oh, he was in Wonder Woman. The TV movie. Yeah. Why do I not remember this one? That was oh. a heck of a movie. Oh, 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 oh. I have seen this. This is the pilot for uh, yeah. the series. It wasn't yeah. that bad. No, it wasn't bad. I will say, yes, yeah, so it was a little awkward seeing her running in jeans initially. Yeah. I think you can find them on YouTube. Yeah. I think it was, I was listening, I was watching Sophia the First with my daughter and it showed up there. I'm like, no, really? That's got to be it. At least for me. Oh, well. Let's move on to the next thing. Because I like this one. I know that was just hard yes. to say. <laughs> but I just saw Tommy Boy. Little... I just saw Tommy Boy recently. Uh-huh. I like it. Well, with this next story, we have the power. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> that, seemed, that seemed a little gray. Like a lot of people in my neighborhood who like his skull. Uh anyway, so uh 
not too long ago, DC Comics uh, acquired the rights to He-Man, and they put out a couple of He-Man books, including a He-Man Thundercats crossover that was really cool. This is really, really cool. Uh, actually, yeah, that was a really good one. The Th- He-Man Thundercats one. Yeah. Well, now they're going to have He-Man crossover with the characters from the In- Injustice series, which is the, uh, I haven't read, I haven't read the series. I, I want to though. Um, and that's based on the video game Injustice where the kind of the alternate version of DC history with with uh, where Superman's a bad guy and all that and there yeah 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 um so they're going to be doing a six issue crossover with He-Man and He-Man Injustice versus He-Man and the Masses of the Universe and it's going to be written by uh Tim Seeley who is a huge He-Man fan himself and drawn by the same artist from He-Man Thundercats, Freddie E. Williams Jr. Or two. <laughs> uh, in this miniseries, Injustice's Batman recruits He-Man to help in the long-fought battle against the dictatorial Superman. And along the way, He-Man will find some familiar Eternian enemies siding with the megalomite. Me- megalomaniacal man of steel uh and this follows the 2013 dc crossover dc universe versus masters of the universe which is also a fun book so it doesn't say here when that's coming out but hopefully soon because i am very intrigued by that that should be interesting yeah they've been doing a lot of different crossovers like with Batman and Teenage Ninja Turtles going on now too. Yep, which I am currently reading and enjoying. And uh yeah, then they have the weird ones like the DC uh Hanna-Barbera crossovers. Yeah. The DC Looney Tunes crossovers. Well, aren't they getting like ready, that. aren't they getting ready to do the whole um Warner Bro- or Hanna-Barbera cover crossover again? Yes, I believe so. If I remember correctly, Cause uh, I'm not sure because there's some crazy, crazy stuff coming out for that. Yeah, I don't remember all the details, but Jabberjaw and Aquaman. <laughs> Jabberjaw, <laughs> that's pretty there's funny, right there. Elmer Fudd and Batman, I think, was one of them too. There was Dynamite and somebody in Hong Kong Fu or somebody. Oh yeah, so that's right, yeah. It's uh, sure it'll bring fans from both the uh, series together, so yeah, should be good. Oh uh, yeah, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess before we get into the other story that I'm going to do next, I found this. And this has come out today as we record. Mm-hmm. Paramount and F. Gary Gray to bring Hasbro's mask to the big screen. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, they will be working together to bring the short-lived toy franchise Mask to the big screen, according to Deadline. Uh, Gray has been in the film industry for nearly 30 years, helping to bring the Friday franchise to life with the first film and slowly making a name for himself, leading <laughs> up to the 2015 biopic Straight out of Compton, which followed by the eighth installment of the Fast and the Furious franchise, uh, which holds the record for the highest-grossing worldwide opening of all time. 
MASK, which is the acronym for Mar- Mobile Armored Strike Command. Strike Command. Followed the underground task force as they fought against the criminal organization Venom. In other words, they couldn't let alone with G.I. Joe and Cobra. <laughs> oh. And Venom. <laughs> And Venom, which stands for Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. Uh, the <laughs> franchise ran for three years at Hasbro and spawned a variety of products, including action figures, an animated TV series, comic books, and a trilogy of computer games. Why do I not remember these games? I don't, I don't remember them either. And I love Mask. I love me some Mask. <laughs> me like it. Um, I, I'm going to challenge the games. Mask will join the slew of films adapted by the toy company into films, including Transformer, the Transformer series, and the Ouija films. <laughs> I don't even remember That's, the Ouija films. Uh, I didn't see them, but I know they're. I've heard they're not good. So uh, Gray is currently working on the pre-production of Sony for Sony for the upcoming Men in Black spinoff starring Thor Ragnarok's Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson in the lead roles scheduled for release in May 17, 2019. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was an interesting share before we get into the down part of the show. Interesting. I feel like we should be playing taps here. I don't have taps. If I didn't think would get, I would get in trouble for copyright and infringements on stuff. I would play the the Lonely Man theme from the Hulk. <laughs> um, twenty superheroes we have lost in twenty seventeen to date. It's well, so sad. that we lost last year in twenty seventeen. Uh, this goes across comics and in TV shows. Of course, we saw this. Uh, this was posted at the end of December, but just came across my feed earlier this week. Uh, number 20, Jack Flagg. Uh, we lost him in January 2017. Yeah, killed by Captain America. Yep. Uh, he survived. Uh, the character went into limbo for years before making a comeback following Civil War. He was working with Cap when Steve Rogers returned to take the name in 2016. When revealed he was part of Hydra, Hydra, he proved it by pushing Flag to what appeared to be his death. However, he survived for another nine issues before his family pulled the plug. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> uh, what a way to go. Yeah. Survive the fall as electric. It's pulling the plug that kills you. <laughs> uh, in February, we lost Red Racer. Uh, he came out of the multiversity crossover. Uh, he was from Earth 36. Um, so uh, during the Superman storyline, Multiplicity, someone is hunting down the Superman, Superman of the multiverse. And the other heroes have stepped in to help out. In the end, the good guys needed a new Ultima Thule, the special ship designed to travel through the multiverse. So Red Racer sacrificed his life by building a new ship. Condensing a thousand years into just a few minutes. Uh, Also in February 2017, Dr. Midnight is killed at the end of the first season of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. All right. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, Caliban dies March 3rd of 2017. Uh, oh, yeah. During, uh, I guess, yeah, dies in the, in the Logan film. Yep. Also dying in the Logan film, March 3rd, is Professor X. <laughs> Apparently also dying March 3rd, <laughs> Logan himself. Dying April 18th, the Patriot. Wow, exactly one year ago to the day. The the Patriot dies in S.H.I.E.L.D. Ah, yes. Uh, May 3rd, we lost Rick James. I mean, Rick Jones. Not Rick James. (laughs) Uh, We lost Rick Jones when a Cosmic Cube created a version of Captain America took over the world. Rick Jones was one of the main rebels that... Against his old friend, uh, Hydra Cap did not want to kill him, but Rick would not capitulate to Cap's demand, so he was killed by a firing squad at the end of or at the beginning of Secret Empire. The the whole premise of that stupid Secret Empire was crazy, and then they had Rick Jones being some kind of super hacker that was supplying information. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rick Jones, the hacker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, May 5th, Mary Poppins himself, Yondu. Oh. Uh, May 31st, 2017, and the different Coulson, uh, Phil Coulson, starring in a couple different S.H.I.E.L.D. comic books. Things changed, however, when Coulson learned the truth about Captain America. Captain America wanted him quietest, so Cap turned to one of his most loyal superhero friends, Deadpool. (laughs) <laughs> Cap asked Deadpool to kill Coulson, and Deadpool did just that, murdering Coulson to gain favor with his favorite superhero, Captain America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number 10, June of 2017, June 28th, Nighthawk. Uh, Nighthawk gained his own series spin out of Squadron Supreme. It was written by David Walker, who we had over on Mighty Marvel Geeks. Uh, once it ended, Walker followed followed it up with the short leave series Occupy Avengers, where Nighthawk joined the team. Sadly, though, he was murdered by Hydra goons during Secret Empire. His name and costume was taken up by his associate and the the reformed villain known as Nightshade. N- July of twenty. 20- 17 July 26th of course again during Secret Empire Black Widow is killed uh, however she is also with um, there's some backstory behind this however she also wished to keep the young heroes under the, her charge from becoming killers like her especially Spider-Man Miles Morales who was shown killing Captain America in a vision by the inhuman Ulysses during Civil War II. When it seems like Spider-Man had a chance to complete his destiny, Black Widow stepped in and instead took a killing blow from Captain America instead. Man, Rogers are... Uh, number eight, <laughs> Stick. Uh, Stick is killed in The Defenders, I believe. Yes, I believe. So... Was it um, Copperhead or Copper Cottonmouth or whatever that is? No, uh, it was Electra. Uh, okay. <sighs> it's... It's all starting to blur together. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's all a blur. 
Ossifer. October of 2017, we had number seven, Nightmaster, who uh, bit the dust. He went into limbo decades before returning to prominence during Infinity Crisis when he was a part of the magical superhero team known as Shadow Pact. Uh, the Oblivion Bar served as a refuge for the world's heroes from the Dark Knights during the Dark Knights Metal event. Nightmaster covered the escape of other heroes when the Dark Knights arrived. He was then killed by the evil versions of Batman. Uh, also in October of 2017, Omni-Man is killed. Ah, yes. Uh, from Ro- Robert Kirkman's Invincible. Uh, Invinci- Invincible had a bloody battle between his father to keep him from invading Earth and ended up succeeding by appealing to the love that his father had for him. Omni-Man has softened in the years since, becoming a true hero. Tragically, he died in a final battle against the remaining war-driven members of his race. Invincible has gone from seeing his father as a great enemy to now weeping the loss of his dad. It's a tremendous journey. Indeed. I miss uh, that book. Atomic Knights comes in at number five. Uh, I don't even... Is that DC? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yes. I uh, think it... Uh, modern versions of the team have been reintroduced a few times over the years. They always seemed up ended up always seemed to end up as cannon fodder which was the case in Wonder Woman 33 when they attempted to capture the grail instead and instead were annihilated ah yes uh there's bad news on this one guys they say we're dead in at number four no in at number four the Warriors 3 we are the replacements ah during the we first- took over after they died in the uh, in Thor Ragnarok, uh, old Odin's oldest daughter returned to Asgard upon Odin's death. Um, Odin could have made this list as well, by the way, so apparently he doesn't, and tried to bring about Ragnarok. Along the way, she murdered all three members of the Warriors Three, and almost less than with almost less than a thought, only Hogan was unable to battle for a bit before himself perishing. That was the one thing that kind of bothered me a little bit about Thor Ragnarok. The way they just they just kind of killed off the Warriors three like they right. didn't really like give it much yeah no nah, they're uh yeah poof gone see ya bye don't want yeah you. don't want you in the sequel and <laughs> yeah Affinity War no said yeah. <laughs> not much of a fight put up by him yeah well Hogan apparently gives more of a fight than the other two yeah, yeah he he did a little but. Um, November 20th, 2017, we lose Pulse from the show The Gifted. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Pulse shows up again working for Sentinel Services, who is a member of their hounds. Mutants who were brainwashed into helping Sentinel Services. Dr. Robert Roderick Campbell brought Pulse with him to capture Otto Strucker, the father of Reed Strucker. Strucker proved too powerful to be restrained by Pulse's power and exploded, injuring Campbell and killing Pulse. Before he died, he asked his friend Thunderbird to forgive him. Thunderbird vowed to avenge him. I shall avenge thee. Wasn't there died in that show, too? What? I thought somebody else died in that show near the end. Number two. Number two. Number two. Oh, yeah. Martin Stein dies November 28, 2017. Oh, that was so sad. Yeah, it was. Um, 
Then number one, Dreamer dies December eleventh, twenty seventeen. That was that was oh full blooded man. Yeah, it was so. Um, almost want to save this other story for another day, which just came out, and it's fifteen movie tie-in products. Oh yeah, which I'll just give a tease of some of them as I'm in the process of saving these show notes for the future. Uh. Venom brisk iced tea. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. Pepper Potts Halloween costume with her dressed as Iron Man. (laughs) Iron Man Ziploc bags. (laughs) Justice League theater, movie theater merchandise. Yeah. Ultron fathead, shall we? Big Bang Theory, Justice League, Geek Stakes. <laughs> I don't even know it. Oh, uh, I don't even. I don't even know this. What the Geek Stakes? Oh, it must have been something spending a will or whatever. When did this come out? Oh, during Justice League. Duh. <laughs> Lizard Pez dispenser. Spider Man Homecoming Junior novel. <laughs> the Justice League hat. <laughs> There's more, but do it, since we're almost done with these, do I just continue? Sure. Might as well. Iron Man Rocket Mortgage Commercial. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, <laughs> amazing Spider-Man 2 Kellogg's Game. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 Soundtrack. Now, what's wrong with the soundtrack? Yeah, really. Iron Man, one, Iron, Man 3, Iron Man 3 T-shirts. I don't see anything wrong with that either. Avengers Affinity War mugs. And then number one, Justice League soundtrack. (laughs) So, did I miss what this was? Oh, 15 tie-in products that spoiled a superhero movie. Ah, yes. Okay, okay, I see it now. Anyway. Ah, yes. Any other final thoughts before we kiss the show goodbye for the night, for the week? Um, my only thought is, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was not a good movie. Uh, agreed. (laughs) (laughs) B movie or not. (laughs) More like an F movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can we get this ready? I'm just saying. Get what? Can we get to spring already? I'm just saying. Yeah, no kidding, right? Jeez. Supposed to be in the upper 80s here tomorrow. Oh, how nice for you. I'm supposed to be getting snow tomorrow again. (laughs) Yeah, I came home with freezing rains. That was fun, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you guys, you should move to Florida. Mm -hmm. With all the other old people. (laughs) Then maybe we could pitch in our money and buy a podcast studio down here. Or space to to make a podcast studio. Just steal one of Epcot's if we can sneak us in. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I know we've had Mike Zapsik on. We've had um, Ming Chen on. They've started their own, like, podcast studio where they got three rooms and little side business. I heard it. that. It's a nice little setup. I was, I'm like, you know, I kind of almost want to do the same thing. Yeah, I've had that eventually. Get the get people to engineer, have the space for ourselves, be open twenty four seven type deal. Mm-hmm. Charge a flat fee, give you the final product when done. You can either borrow a room, you know, have a couple editing rooms, or have a room with multiple computers so you can do your own editing with with headphones. However you want to do it, charge you for that. 
But I want to look more at what Ming and Mike have done and go, you know, this is almost the way to do it. It really is. And I guess Ming actually engineers a few of the shows that go live on Facebook Live. Oh, yeah? Yep. And then also breaking from Facebook, um, apparently from the Facebook group Star Wars Celebration 19 or 2019, they are making an announcement on May 4th on where the next celebration is going to be. Oh, yeah? Yep. So how about that? Hopefully, if it's here in Orlando, we could try and get a uh, get together. That would be nice of everyone since we haven't had the chance. Yeah. Mm. Then, then we can apply it. Whoever's down here or from whatever show, we try and get those shows together, and we co-star and and we guest guest star and guest host on every other show on everyone's show and that gets selected. <laughs> could you imagine so. if if we had people from all all three shows that I do? Or that have originated the Weeby Geeks Network for the most part. That'd if all nice. three got selected, <laughs> I'd be a busy person. Like, crap, what <laughs> am I going to do? <laughs> that, that could be fun. Yeah, I'd like to get down there. So, but I don't know where it's going to be at yet. Hopefully. Rumor has it, not Anaheim, not Orlando, someplace up north in, in the fall. They're coming to Boston. Detroit. <laughs> My guess is probably back to Indianapolis. Boo. Yeah. So, um, and then, oh, yeah, forgot. Lost Art Bell this week from the show Coast to Coast Radio. Have y'all ever listened to Art Bell? Uh, nope. Can't say as I have. Man, talking about some wild stuff. He he covered stuff from all sorts of conspiracies to aliens to exorcists. Listeners call in with crazy theories. Um, and he would broadcast from his studio in the desert, as he would describe it. Mm. Um, but man, wild show. I, I remember listening to it as I would come home from work from doing overnights. Just to listen to the the if they did see this is the thing at this point in time somebody needs to get the rights to do the do a TV show based around his his radio show hmm. that would yeah. make some interesting stuff. Uh, then we also lost Harry Anderson from Nightcore. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, I know we just lost Barbara Bush, but who was the other person? Oh, Harley Emery. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean. That to me, that's the sad. That's a sad one too. Yeah. I uh, also, I believe in wrestling. We just lost Bruno Sammartino. Yeah. I was like, holy crap! Here, what's going on? I think wasn't it? I think there was another wrestler we lost recently too, or some or somebody from wrestling. I don't remember now. Uh, yeah, we just lost. I want to say Buddy Rogers. But I don't think that's it. I don't think that's who I was thinking of. Uh, anyway, it's always sad news. Yeah. R.I.P. Well, they had uh, HBO just did a Andre the Giant movie. That's supposedly really good documentary. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't recorded. I haven't watched it yet. All right. Now you're making me pull up wrestlers that died in 2018. <laughs> I don't think we have enough time for that. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. We got Bruno. Uh, it wasn't a wrestler. I could have sworn it was somebody. Uh, I don't know. No, there it was a WWE. He was a WWE wrestler too. 
Bam Bam Bigelow? That was a while ago, though. Yeah. Oh, he died in 20, 2007. Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to get the... Uh, I found a video. Rowdy Piper died of a, a heart attach. Okay. That's, that's a heart attach? A heart attach. <laughs> Meant to be a heart attack. That doesn't sound good. So, uh, all right, found another video. They don't. 2014. Okay, getting a little closer. Dusty Rhodes, Piper. Yeah, this is somebody. I can't find it. Deaths in 2018. There we go. It's Wikipedia. Okay. Paul Jones, American professional wrestler and manager who wrestled um... under the name of. Paul Jones, Mr. Florida. I don't think that's who we're thinking of. No, I don't think so. Either. He died today as well. Um, I don't know. Harry Anderson. Do we know roughly when we're thinking he, this person might have died? Within the last couple weeks? Within the last week. Um, I could be wrong, though. Maybe I'm not thinking of a wrestler. I'm still checking. Wikipedia has a list. Broken out by death. That's a morbid list. <laughs> yeah, it is. Death in 2018. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, forget it. I was probably wrong. Probably thinking no, of somebody else. There, there was an, there was another hockey player that, or there was another wrestler that died. I just don't remember how far how, how far back. That was. I know. Um, I know. Uh, I think Jerry the King Lawler. Just had he didn't he's he just had a heart attack or something. Yeah, right before WrestleMania, like yeah. three days before. And did you hear what he was doing when he had his heart attack? No, I missed that part. He was having sex with his fiance. Oh boy! <laughs> I guess they had finished. She looked at him. I was like, "Honey, you need to go look in the mirror." And looked in the mirror, and his right side was all droopy. She goes, "I think you're oh. having a stroke." <laughs> I know. I wow! Shouldn't, I shouldn't be laughing, but I guess it's. <laughs> you're going. You're going to go. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, getting closer because I just found a Canadian hockey coach and general manager for the Humboldt Broncos, just a hockey team that lost 16 due to a bus accident. I think it was uh-huh. right around that time. I mean, there's I, I'm looking at this list, and uh, Terry, Gar- Terry Garvin is who you might be thinking of. Oh, uh, that might be it, yeah. Died on April 4th. Uh-huh. Okay, see, now I'm close enough. I want to know who died on April 1st and how many people thought it was a joke. <laughs> Man, there was quite a list. Stephen Bacho, Bosco. Oh, really? Died on April 1st. Uh-huh. That's one big name we would know. Yep. Uh, looking at this list, that's about the only name we would know. <laughs> <laughs> so. That happy note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really? <laughs> so on a bright note. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And thanks for listening to the Death Cast. <laughs> yes. It's another. It's been another issue of Death Saurus. Yeah. So, any happy final thoughts? Uh, I, I think that. I think that's almost. I think that's almost the show title there. Happy, happy death. <laughs> 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 
Or I could do it. God, now I gotta see where I'm set for. Happy, happy death. <laughs> or the more morbid way of saying it. Happy, happy death, death. <laughs> <laughs> so, no other final thoughts. We can't drink out enough. <laughs> I can't. Yep. We can't end on a sad note. Uh, get nothing. It doesn't help. <laughs> I'm too sad. <laughs> I'm not crying. It's dust in my eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to get a little sports thing. What's this beef going on in, with the Patriots, with Brady and Gronk supposedly having issues against Belichick now? I don't know. It's, something. it's all rumors and speculation. Yeah. Okay, well, I tried there. Any other? (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm even searching for a story to go. What's going on? I mean, I I would love to say that my beloved Colorado Avalanche are winning this game, but they're now down 3-0 in the second period. Bummer. Tell me about it. It sucks. (laughs) We're probably going to end up losing the series four to one, four games to one. I hope not. I want to see him. I called six games, but I had six games in favor of Colorado. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, of course you do. Okay, let's try this one. <laughs> Warner Brothers World. Warner Brothers World Abu Dhabi opening date confirmed. Oh, that's. Just kill me now. Open, opening day of <laughs> Warner Brothers World Abu Dhabi has been confirmed by park bosses, and it's pretty soon. Uh, the f- this official theme park to open Wednesday, July 25th. Um, yay. All righty then. Pictures seem pretty lame. <laughs> uh there will be six immersive zones, such as Dynamite, Dynamite Gulch, inspired by characters such as Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. The mega attraction will also feature Superman's adopted home of Metropolis, Cartoon Junction, Bedrock, Warner Brothers Plaza, and Batman's stomping ground of Gotham City. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Guess I should plan a trip. <laughs> I knew. I think they need to bring us over for uh, for our press reviews. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Sure. So, is that a positive not enough note? Sure. Yes. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yes. Happy. <laughs> it's not going to be the it's not going to be the show title though. <laughs> the show with the wind die. Apparently, Funko is coming out with a more more cowbell pop featuring the Will Ferrell character from Saturday Night Live. Yes, I have seen that. That is great. On that note, before it gets too much worse. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? 
This has been a Weeby Geeks production.